0: guys, and welcome back to Confessions of a Wannabe It Girl. I'm just going to keep it real, really, really, really real with you right now. It is 11 o'clock at night. I have been delaying recording these intros. And in wannabe it girl fashion, it's a Saturday and I'm staying in and I'm eating this deliciously thick pizza with so much cheese. So, you know, obviously I'm just really crushing it at life right now. I am also applying for sainthood. So thank you so much. I will accept all rounds of applause. Okay. So now that my moment of self you know, whatever promotion is over. Uh, Let's get into this week's episode. I am joined by the lovely Amy Park, who does not deserve that type of intro. Amy Park is a abundance coach. And an actress and just knows all the ins and outs of what it is like to manifest your dream life. We get all into what is manifesting, how do you manifest, and you know, just what it's really about to live an abundance of joy life and get those things you want in this final episode of our new year, new you question mark series. So let's go to that episode with the lovely Amy Park. So you wanna be an it girl? Hi guys. Welcome back to Confessions of a Wannabe It Girl. Today, we are joined by Amy Park. Amy Park has been on a previous episode of the podcast, but we're so excited to have her back. So Amy, thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you so much for inviting me again. I had such a great time last time and I'm very excited about what we're going to be talking about today.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. I'm very excited to talk about it with you because you're really the person who brought me into this space. And like from our last episode, last episode, I After I was like, I'm going to take Amy's course, it totally has impacted my life in so many ways. And I've heard so many people talking about manifestation and I thought who better than the person I literally learned it from to debunk all those myths about what manifestation is, where to start. You know, there's so much information out about it now, but I really wanted to talk to you about it. So Amy, tell us just like a little bit about who you are and like what you do.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, very, very quick. I, again, my name is Amy Park. I am an alpaca lover obsessed. I'm also an actor and I'm an abundance coach for my program, Awaken Joy. And thank you so much for plugging that in. And, you know, I feel like the last time I was here, it was around a year ago.
0: Mm-hmm crazy. Oh God. Like watch it be like to the day or something. <laughs> oh my
1: God. Very, very close. I feel like, and yes. so much has happened since then. And
0: especially for you too. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Very exciting. So, you know, Amy, like what is manifesting for somebody who has no idea?
1: Yes. It's so crazy because there's so many TikTok videos out there. There's yes. so many different kind of explanations. And I feel like everybody is like, wait, I'm receiving all this information. I'm so confused. What is it? And all I like to say, it is just energetic alignment. Mm-hmm. That is what it is, right? Because it's like, like attracts, like you just attract what you are, who you are. And that can be a good thing. That can be a negative thing, right? Because mm-hmm. everything starts with the subconscious and we can definitely go deeper in today. But basically... It's just energetic alignment. That is manifestation. Wow.
0: Yeah. That makes it simple, seem simple, but you know, it's kind of like a complicated thing. And so like when I took your course, like we learned so much about the self and how important it is to know yourself, why is that important to your manifestation journey?
1: That's such a great question. As you know, I don't talk about the law of attraction until way later in the course. And the reason why I specifically put it there is because I don't want people to only focus on manifestation. There comes so many things before you decide to manifest. And the reason why I call this course awakened joy and not awakened manifestation is because you really have to know yourself. And, you know, there came a point in my life where I was like, I manifested everything on my vision board. I manifested the location that I'm in. I manifested my partner. I manifested the dream acting gig. I manifested like the financial abundance. I manifested my community. But why am I still unfulfilled in some way? And that's hard to admit, right? As a joy coach, as an abundance coach. And I was like, it's because it starts with me. Everything else that you attract into your life or manifest is just an extension of that joy which is you. Mm -hmm. And if this is not a hundred percent, then what's the point of all the external things? Right. Right. And you know, some of you who might be listening to this is like, what do you mean? Like, I feel like if I manifest all these things, I'll be so happy. But believe it or not, it's yeah, believe it or not, it's you have to be so happy. And all the other things that you want to attract is going to be aligned. To you, your joy, and that's the way I like to look at manifestation and the law of attraction and energetic alignment. Right, you attract what you are, and I think that is why it gets so confusing. Or people are like, "This is like a mysterious thing," but it really comes down to who am I? What is my truth? What? Where is my energy right now? And from there, you really do attract everything that you are, that you think, your subconscious oh, the list goes on. Right.
0: Yeah. It's funny. I actually just had this thought the other day. I was having like kind of a rough day on Sunday because I tried to do too many things on a Sunday when I should have just like tried to take the day off. (laughs) I was like, oh, like, you know, if I just had this and I just had that, like my life would be better. And then I was like, no, the whole, I am still Filling would still be there no matter how successful or, you know, having whatever we'll use it thing. Yeah. You know, I wanted like that problem with myself is still going to continue. So, like, having, you know, something occur in your life that gives you what you manifested, your dream or like whatever. If you're not taking care of the self, like, are you even going to really enjoy the thing you've manifested? Or is it going to be a stress and you're just going to fall into a worse cycle of whatever that hole yes. is? I really believe that whatever
1: it is that you attract, what it is that you want, it's because you are ready for it. You have the energy space for it. And, um, I know for myself, I, there was this thing that I really, really wanted for so long. And I I was like trying all these things to manifest it. And I was like, why isn't it happening? And then I was like, oh, I have to let go of some cluttered stuff in my life, you know, subconsciously, emotionally, spiritually, in order for this to happen. Because like, The thing that I want is this big. And also it's deterring from coming because I have this big of a thing that I need to release and let go. And Marley, it's so crazy. The moment that I did days later, it finally came and it was, and I talk about that, as you know, in module two, in forgiveness, letting go of limiting belief systems. That is why I tailor my program into, you know, the first bulk of it is not fun. You know, it's like the shedding, the it's letting go. Dark.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's hard. I was crying. I would like lay on my floor, like <laughs> meditating and like just be like in tears because, like, you know, you're asking yourself and like, you know, you can totally go over the program and like, you know, <laughs> kind of fuddle your way through it. But if you actually give yourself the space to go there, it's hard.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But it, But when you come out the other side, oh my gosh, like things happen left and right. And it is hard to look at your shadows, right? It is hard to to do that shadow work and really look at yourself. But I I know that everybody who comes into the program know that they can. Because, you know, it is that integrity with yourself. And when you really want to live the best life ever, right? Like we, I really believe that we come here to experience, we are souls experiencing a human life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's going to be all the highs and lows and everything between because humans, we experience, you know, the vast highs and lows and, you know, we have all those emotions, but we, it's not our responsibility to keep all that inside of us. We deserve to thrive. We deserve that freedom and, and we deserve to feel liberated. Right. And in that liberation, yeah, it can be hard, right? Mm-hmm. But there is, I think there is beauty to healing mm-hmm. and there is beauty in saying I I deserve taking time for myself because society has done such a great job at teaching us that that is not true. Mm-hmm. And I want to reverse that thinking, right? I want to reverse that mindset, and I think it's important that we do take ownership of our joy, of ourself, and I think that's sexy. I think that's I amazing. That. Yeah, yeah. And so, like you said, yeah, anybody can like buzz, breeze right through it, but for those who have actually really taken all the steps and do do all those things in that proper manner, oh my gosh, like the transformations are crazy, and and if they really want to manifest it's it just comes right after another and it, it's beautiful because i i'm like you did it <laughs> you <laughs> no, did it
0: yeah it's in like the thing also like you know you're talking about like if you when you release something i like to think of things in like kind of physical images like if you have a really packed schedule and you know you have a block of like you know childhood not forgiveness or acceptance or love And that's taking up so much space in your schedule. And like, you take that block of time out of the schedule. You have so much other time, emotion, energy to experience what you want, or even just something that's going to get you what you want, you know, but you have to remove that literally, I think of like a high school block schedule, like that block (laughs) to, to be able to accept it.
1: Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. Um, I'm laughing because I remember when you and I had our coaching call and, um, <laughs> and, and I was like, Marley, what is your Enneagram? What is your chronotype? Oh
0: what is your human design? What, yeah. like, what is all this? And you and I have <laughs> the exact everything. Yeah, no, that was actually mind blowing. I was like, Oh, like, cool. That makes sense. And like, i literally, um, so Amy, tell us what those things are. Really. <laughs> I know, right? Like go on about it. All these things. Oh my
1: gosh. I mean, so... And a lot of everybody's different, right? There is no right or wrong. And I just want to really emphasize that everybody has a different technique or their own rule book, you know, how they go about it. Mm-hmm. For me personally, I am not an astrology person. I really do believe in the moons. I believe mm-hmm. in the moon. I believe in the new moon, but I'm, I, I'm not someone who goes deep into astrology because there's Western astrologies. There's, there's Vedic Asian astrology. So, you know, they're both very valid. However, I also very much believe in the Enneagram. I believe in numerology. I believe in our chronotypes. I believe in oh my gosh, I believe in human design. And the reason why I ask these things to you know people in my program like you is because first of all, the Enneagram basically there's nine different types, and the Enneagram helps me understand one's core belief. Mm -hmm. And the reason being is that. I get to, once I understand someone's core belief, um, for instance, I am number three on the Enneagram, mm. I am an achiever. And I started to understand why I became that way. And it's because mm. I wanted to um, please my parents. I wanted to please my dad because I felt like I wasn't being able to receive his love if I wasn't achieving. Because mm. when I was young, he would only um, talk about me or reference me or or give me um, praise if I did something really well. So I was like, Oh, okay. So if I win first place at this, and if I, you know, do really well in this, and I I win this event, then he's going to see me. So maybe that is what I need to do to be loved. Obviously that is not true, but that was the programming that I had for myself at a very young age. And it carried me throughout my adulthood. And I, because I identify that I'm able to heal that, That is not my identity anymore. But in some way, it is a core belief and I am still working and moving with it. And so because that has helped me tremendously, I was able to really go through those limiting belief systems in that way. And I believe you are also a three, and yes. you got to express. I mean, I yeah, I want to kind of ask you: Do you know where that came from? And
0: oh, absolutely. That- <laughs> I mean, I and I've talked a little. I don't know how much I've talked about it on the podcast. It just it hasn't come up. I am super dyslexic, and so you know, it's that constant need to, you know, feel that I'm not different. I'm just as smart. I'm just keeping up. But then at some point, I, and I do remember there was like a clear shift. I think it was around fourth grade. It, it didn't just become, I need to be smart. I need to fit in. It came, became, I need to be the best at it. And so, you know, it this, com- and I'm a competitive person, you know, not 100% of the time, but like, yeah, I do thrive on competitive energy. It does get me going and it does help me to get a lot of work done. But, you know, I did shift so much into, that, you know, I'm not just like the dys- dyslexic girl that can keep up. I'm a dyslexic girl who's like ahead of you, you know? And so it was a really, you know, it's a push pull, you know, cause like on one hand, you know, I do think there's some negative like energy of feeling like I need to be better at whatever it is than others. But at the same time, like, you know, I just want to hone us, a- hone the part that excites me about working hard, you know? So like and that's something i really have to have and had to look at you know <laughs> so i ha- i i can't lie and say that like i'm completely over the competitiveness of it and the comparisonness of it but i'm trying to shift it with like i'm only competing with myself not like the people yeah. around me um okay. so yeah that's totally where it came from you know and i have to tell you i do have literally screenshots on i screenshots of like the enneagram the generator and the bear If I just need like a reminder on my computer, I just literally, I screenshot them, labeled them and stuck them in the corner. And like, I'm telling you, take these tests. They are like, so just like thought provoking and, you know, reminders of like, how you can operate to your best ability. So, Absolutely.
1: And, yeah. and that's the thing. There is no there is no one technique that works all for no. everybody. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> everybody is different. And I just want to emphasize that because we are all programmed to be different and amazing in our own way. And I think mm-hmm. um, folks just want to, we all want to follow a rule book that works. And I realized that that is not the case. You have to follow your intuition. You have to do what's working for you. What's in alignment with you, not what's aligned with somebody else, because that is not your truth. And, but luckily for you and
0: I, all of the things are the same. Right. Um, it makes it easy for us to talk about that. But like, that's rare. <laughs> <laughs> very rare. Like yeah. four, four components, very rare.
1: But the, the reason why the Enneagram for me is so important is, yeah, I get to really understand you in a very, you know, just from that way. I'm like, oh, OK, like that. That is that core belief. Where can we go deeper? How do we heal through this? How do we move this? And and that fascinates me really, because I'm like, I get to kind of know your story right away. And um and, and so thank you for sharing. That. Oh yeah, of course. Um and, and moving on to the human design, you know, like people are like, what's the human design? There are like, they're the reflectors, there's generators, there's manifestors, there's manifesting generators. And what for me, um, if you're really interested in, um, the manifestation part, it's basically like, are you a specific manifester? Are you a non specific manifester? Mm-hmm. And there, it just goes really deep. And again, everybody is different. Right. And so um, we were able to have somebody from our team talk about, um, have a one on one coaching mm-hmm. with everybody and share, like, this is your chart, this is who you are. And for instance, I'm a generator. I have to do things that light me mm-hmm. up. And if it does not, then then it's best for me to say no. Yep. And at first, that's really hard for me because I am a people pleaser. I'm a yes gal. But the more I started to say no, the, the stronger my yeses were. And that actually helps me and everybody around me because I was like, oh, I don't want to let people down. But I was like, no, if I do things that light me up, then it's only going to be even more amazing for everybody included totally and so
0: you you are also a generator i'm also a generator
1: exactly and and you know this when you do things that light you up your schedule right becomes way more aligned with you right and you have more energy for it um our chronotypes which is like the way in which we move about our days we are both dolphins <laughs> which you know you guys can take the test it's it's free you can find it online but there's like the lion the wolf the dolphin there's um there's one other one I forget at the moment but um it's like you and I would like to wake up early and do all the things and then we kind of wind down and knowing how to move your days according to that chronotype schedule
0: oh my god it's so beneficial life it's literally it's it's life-changing. And also it's just like, suddenly you're like, Oh wait, why wasn't I always doing this? It's, it's like really not that like, it's not a surprise when you look at them. Like, that's the weirdest thing you're like, Oh yeah. You're like, why are you fighting yourself then to not do those? Oh
1: my gosh. Yes. Oh my goodness. Why are you fighting yourself? That is such a great commentary because we fight ourselves because society has taught us to be someone that we are not. Society has told us over and over again that we are machines. Mm -hmm. We are not human doings. We are human beings. And in that we have to be aligned with what, like who we are. Right. And, and we forget that so much, much. but I think right now, a lot of folks, especially during 2022, there's so much, you know, yearning for simplicity. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I, I, I know that like, it's, it's now the new year, but I know for a lot of us, nobody's talking about, oh, new year, new me. Mm-hmm. It's like, nope, I I want to just be grounded. Right. I I want to just find joy. I want to love myself. And there has been that theme. I mean, have you felt that too?
0: Oh, yeah. I literally did a podcast episode about like that. I was like, I kind of don't get what this is because like, I don't really think we change, but like, you know, we can yeah. level up or realize what in our lives we want to change. But like, can you really change the self? I don't know. Like, I think it's a yeah, new, new year, you, new me kind of a mentality. Yeah. I don't
1: love that. I think it's the same you. Yeah. And I think it's actually really going back into who you are and stripping away all the things mm. that you have been taught that's actually not aligned to you. Right. Yeah. And I think that is more of the intention that people are bringing to this year. I mean, I don't even think it's a
0: new year. Like it doesn't feel like a new year. It just feels like a continuation of 2020. I agree. Like 2020, Honestly, I know I said this scary year, but like it feels that has felt like literally a season, a chapter, you know, like this has been a, you know, long process. (laughs) Needless to say. Trying to say it like in the most, like not Negative, like
1: <laughs> yeah, and and we're moving through different chapters. Mm-hmm. And um, I actually just uh, finished my my vision board workshop last night, and mm-hmm. you know we we've had over two hundred signups, and ah! you know, oh my gosh, and, and that proved to me that people are needing community right now. They are mm-hmm. needing you know this place of feeling like. We what we're feeling is valid, you Mm -hmm. know, because there's a lot of, you know, folks are feeling lost. There's a lot of confusion. There's a pressure to perform now that it's the quote unquote new year. And they're like, Oh, now I have to set goals again. And I have to do this. And it's like, hold on. (laughs) It's like, wait a second, you know, let's check in with ourselves first. Like, where are Mm -hmm. you at? And I think that's really important because with goals and intentions, they're great, but are they really aligned to your truth? Do they make mm. you feel good? And that's something that I like to check in all the time because what's what's the point of goals and intentions if you don't feel ready for that, right? If you right. are not in a place of wanting to, like you said, manifest that. And I know I said it earlier um, during this podcast, but it's like, I truly believe that you are going to manifest the things that you are ready for, whether right. it is a challenge or not. And I mean, I want to ask you, were there any manifestations
0: that you manifest that you were like, wait, why did I manifest this? Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was crazy. There was a very important audition. Like I I think it was in literally the third week of doing the course. Uh, you know, it was it, it was crazy. Like, but the thing I want to, and we'll talk about this after. But yeah, like on some level, like I was freak. Like I was like, oh my God, I really wanted this. And I'm freaking out, you know, because like on some level there was still like a little bit of like, like, did I, like, did I do it? But you know, it made me have to look at after like, okay, maybe I need to create more space in my life for this, you know, which is like kind of one of my questions to you is like, can we manifest like negative things into our Mm -hmm. life? Like I've heard a lot of people recently, um, I'm in this writing group and someone asked, they were like, but like, can't you like manifest negative things? Like, I, I worry my all my thoughts are gonna come to be. And I was like, I'll oh, ask Amy.
1: <laughs> I am so excited. I'm like, ah! I'm like I'm on the edge of my seat, ready to oh, do this. Cause you can manifest literally anything, whether it's negative or positive, right? And it goes all the way back to you are in energetic alignment with what you are, right? right. And you know this. The subconscious is 90% of who we are. Our consciousness is only ten percent, and that is why, for so much of my program, I am we are rewiring the deep subconsciousness. Right? right. We are like you know that photo where there's like the ocean, and it's like the little iceberg. Yes. We always think this iceberg is the ocean, but it's not. And I, I really believe that we are able to rewire our subconscious, but it takes time. Yeah. And that is really doing a lot of that. Like you said, the shadow work, the checking in with yourself, like really, really sitting deep inside yourself and being like, how do I heal this belief? And again, it, it takes time. Right. You can't just do that overnight. And I think for a lot of us, when we think in that way, we, we do attract more and more of those thoughts if we let them, if we allow ourselves to believe that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we have a good bajillion thoughts a day. Literally. And so, but I only think, you know, it can become a manifestation again, if you really believe that it is who you are, but if it's just like a thought and it's, you know, it's, it, it's like, ah, but then you don't think of it anymore. Like it just, it just comes and goes like a cloud. Yeah. That's okay. I have a million thoughts a day. Do they all manifest? Absolutely not.
0: Mm-hmm. Because
1: I'm not I'm not in alignment with those things. Right. And so that is why I keep saying, I, I know I say the word alignment a lot, but truly it is what do you align with? What do you choose to align yourself with? Right. And and so I would love for you to tell your friend, you know, do you align with those beliefs? Like truly, from from your core, do you believe that you are unworthy? Do you mm-hmm. believe that you are not good enough for what it is that you wish? And if you do, even just a little bit, let's let's look into that. And we can heal that. So it doesn't manifest. And, um, I mean, if you want to give me examples, I, I can totally e- even talk
0: about them right Yeah, here. You know, people, uh, I, you know, I think people all the time think like, oh, I'm never going to have enough money. I think that's a huge one. People <sighs> are always like, oh, like I'm, you know, especially in LA, like I'm working six jobs, uh, you know, whatever, like there's just never going to be enough money. Absolutely. Um, again, there is a
1: societal construct. There is that structure. There are barriers. I'm never going to ignore that mm-hmm. um, because yeah, society has has made it unfair for many, many folks. Um, so I, I definitely want to acknowledge that. So within those societal constructs, right? It's like, how do we expand? How do we not let that, you know, become our identity, right? How do we manifest that money for ourselves? And I mean, I, I shared this last night in the vision board workshop and, you know, in my program, I share this too. It's like, I went from $16 to six figures in a very short amount of time. And I really believe you have to, like, you, have to make drastic decisions so that drastic opportunities come back to you. It's, it's like energy, it's karma, right? It's like mm-hmm. if you've been doing the same thing kind of in a hamster wheel again and again, and again, expecting something different, you won't. Right. right. So what I had to do is I had to leap out of that hamster wheel and do something so bizarre and maybe crazy what society thinks. It's like, wait a second, you had no money and you invested thousands of dollars. Why would you do that? And it sounds quote unquote crazy, but I mean, I tried everything else, right? So right. I'm just going to try something different. And I, I did that because I believed that it was going to come back in tenfold for me. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I created this program in eight weeks. And on the eighth week, that is when I made my first $10,000 month. Wow! And yeah, and, and it was, it, it meant a lot because it proved to me that if I believe that I can start acting like that person that I want to be, right, it will change. But we have to move through that fear. I know it is hard. I know it's difficult, right? Fear stops us from doing so many things. And we let fear make us settle for things that we don't want to be doing. And I really think it's, it's that intention. You know, it's like, where do you want to go? Who do you want to be? What, what are your deepest desires? Mm -hmm. And I think it's checking with your deepest desires. And, you know, and also checking in with where fear lies and all of that. Why Mm -hmm. are you afraid? You know, why, who made that fear happen for you Is a society? Is it somebody close to you who is kind of nagging at you saying, you can't make this happen. You're unworthy. Is it, you know, their own limiting belief systems that they're projecting onto you? Mm-hmm. There's so many factors. And right. so with money, oh my god, I mean left and right, society is just saying you will never have enough money. Mm-hmm. It is hard. It's difficult. You have to work really 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 hard to even make this much money. That is what we've been programmed. Mm-hmm. That is in our subconscious. Right. So, it's like how do we acknowledge that that is one thing that we've heard mm-hmm. and decide to do something different and decide that is not going to be our identity. And we have seen from time and time again, that uh, there are folks who have risen, not risen above, but like they've acknowledged that and have had successful careers doing something that they love. And yes, like you, you have to work, but it's, it's not working and charging and like not loving it. It's, it's working in alignment,
0: right? Yeah. I mean, I have two things. Yeah. I talk, I think a lot about this because, you know, I've turned the key way too hard on the car sometimes, you know, to get my life moving in the direction, you know, that's actually creating some resistance. I mean, the law of
1: least resistance Mm -hmm. is the law of most allowance. Mm -hmm. The least resistance you have towards something, you know, there is more of that allowance energy. And, um, for all the things that I really want in my life, I mean, I can talk about my acting career. I can talk about, Mm -hmm. you know, my, um, my my abundance program, and those two things are truly in alignment with my purpose. And you know, I really believe that I'm meant to do those things in this lifetime. And creating this program, you know, being your own CEO, being a boss, being a business owner—it's it's tough, man. I mean, every single—I I give kudos to every single business owner out there, but even though there are some difficult days, I still love it. Like it is in alignment with me and I get to choose to do things that are in least resistance because it makes me happy. I get to really shine. Um, and I only do things that really light me up. There are days, but within those categories, obviously there are some things I'm like, okay, you know, like, obviously I like doing calls more than I like, you know, doing tech things on the side, but it's still in alignment. Yeah. And even with like acting, right. It's like, yes obviously you know there are some things that i like doing more than others like mm-hmm. i like you know doing things on screen do i love auditioning not so much <laughs> Some of them are so much fun but you know like right. it's still in alignment if right. that makes sense and so i think it's really asking where can i make this the most um least resistant mm-hmm. you know can i do less of this and can i do more of something that i love and still get what i want and maybe more and I think that's a question that a lot of folks haven't been asking themselves because we just think we have to do one rule book. We mm-hmm. have to do what everyone else says, right? But if it's not your, like, if it doesn't get you excited, if it doesn't, you know, make you feel good, mm-hmm. I want you to check in with yourself and ask yourself like, yeah, how does that sound to me? And mm-hmm. I, that's why I always ask, how does it make you feel?
0: You know, I ask right. you this question all the time, but really, how does it make you feel? Oh, yeah. yeah actually, you know, and so I have two questions, you know, for somebody who, you know, wants to go on this abundant, I'm not even going to say manifestation, this yeah. abundance journey, like what is page one, day one. And then for you, somebody who has been in this space, works on this space constantly, what does that look like for you now? Like on the daily, you oh. know, I want people to see that it's so much more work than just having positive thoughts. Oh my god! Yeah, that's such a
1: great question, Marley. I don't think anybody has ever asked me that before. Oh, good. <laughs> um, Yeah, thank you for that. I think in the beginning, um, it's really sitting down with your thoughts, and maybe it's writing down current limiting belief systems that you have. Thoughts that you're, you're, um, you're like, why do I think that I'm not good enough for this? Why did? Why am I still under the belief system that? I can't attract what I want. Why am I still demonizing money? Why do I feel like I can't X, Y, Z, right? Mm. And I just want you to write all those questions down. And the next part you can do is say, who let me believe that? Mm. was it? You know, was it something I watched on TV? Was it my mom? Was it my colleague? Like, was it a friend? And really, I I like to work on the inner child so much. And you know this from our forgiveness section. I love
0: the inner child. This was the most beneficial for me. <sighs>
1: I'm you know, so glad. And, and I put that very early on because yes, I want to get it. You know, I want that to clear, yeah. but it's like, you got to take time with your inner child because when we're young, we are sponges. We don't know anything. We, we just allow all of it, all of the experiences to come into our lives. And we are too young to be like, this is good for me. This is not in alignment with me.
0: You know? Right. Like, <laughs> how would you pick? How would you, you know better? That? You don't know, it. not that you don't know better. You don't know of the world yet. <laughs> yes, exactly.
1: And, but, you know, as now that we're older and, and we do know, wow, like that was a traumatic experience or right. that was definitely not in alignment. This really affected me. Yeah. <laughs> really affected me. Yeah. You get to now go in as your current self, like going back to your um, younger self as well. And Mm. so what I like to do is current Amy goes back to younger Amy and then older Amy. So Mm. 80 year old Amy, current day Amy and five-year-old Amy. And those three women have a conversation and I want to, for me, it's like, I want to make my five-year-old Amy proud. Mm. And I also want my 80 year old Amy to be proud of where I'm going. And if I want to see how my 80 year old Amy will be by then, I I, I want to make sure I'm on that alignment journey with who that 80-year-old Amy will be. And that's a really good check-in with myself, right? Because I feel as though, I think a lot of us will get kind of emotional, like thinking yeah. about ourselves because you know, sometimes when we're younger, we just, we just look at the world with these rose colored glasses and we're like, oh my God, life is amazing. And life is, I really believe is amazing. Mm-hmm. I believe it's a gift. I do. And no matter what is happening externally, we have the power to create our own inner lives and respond the way that we want with our joy. And I really think that it takes power to believe that the world is amazing and that there is so much love to go around and it starts with you, but I want you to connect with, you know, that, that inner child of yours, like the seven-year-old, the five-year-old, the younger version of you. And yeah, really say, when did this belief form? When? And I think it's really sitting with yourself and being like, it's okay that this happened. It is okay. You know, I am still here despite the pain, the sadness, and it is okay to be released out of me. And I think that's really important to acknowledge for yourself. And so I think the first steps is just acknowledging the hurt, the pain mm-hmm. that you have been through and saying, this does not have to follow me anymore. This does not have to be part of my identity. And it's scary because some folks are like, I don't know who I am without this pain. Right. I don't know who I am. Yeah. Without this sadness and this trauma. And I, um, I suffered through that for a long time. I was in a lot of victim mindset and cause I just didn't know who would it be if I was thriving? I haven't mm-hmm. seen that. I haven't witnessed that. And I haven't felt that myself. And so, another thing that I do really want to suggest is if you're having a difficult time feeling how you want to be feeling as that dream version of yourself, then start taking little action steps as though you are operating as that version of yourself. So, what I mean is, motion precedes emotion, right? Mm-hmm. For instance, if you don't know how to feel, like, how would you feel when you're just dancing? Those emotions, those endorphins come, right? Those chemical balances, like it's different. And so move your body in the way in which you would already be with that thriving version of who Mm. you are. And in the beginning, yeah, it might be weird. It might be um, difficult because you're like, I haven't done this because, you know, everything that we think, everything that we do, it is all already pre-wired and programmed. So these are all habits. And basically what I'm asking you to do is change your habits. And you know that that takes, that takes a while, but you have to have that intention. You have to really go in and ask yourself, why do I want this? Mm -hmm. Am I deserving of this? The answer is yes. But really asking yourself, like, why do I want this? Why do I want to change my life? And that's hard. And in those cases, yeah, I definitely recommend you going to a therapist or I definitely recommend you having a, a coach. Mm-hmm. And I have a therapist. I've invested in many coaches because mm-hmm. it I need accountability in that. Mm-hmm. And there is strength and power in, in talking to someone about it. And letting your feelings be validated so that you can heal and move on. And that's another reason why I felt like creating a program like this was important because doing the work alone is very scary. And also, sometimes you need structure in that mm. because there, it, it is so hard. So, as you have recognized, like having that structure. Can be really, really helpful and it saves you a lot of time, saves you a lot of energy, saves you a lot of money over time. A lot of and research saves, yeah. yeah, like
0: you know, lots of research because you can hear yes. from all over the world wide web, but right, you can scroll through TikTok and you hear about manifestation, you know, yeah, which is which is great. I'm not knocking it, it's just like, more, it's like, okay, like if that gets you intrigued, I'm happy and mm-hmm. go for it, but like something I want. People to really see out of this podcast is like there's so much more behind it that you have to take care of to yeah. be there,
1: you know. And yeah. And obviously, like I talk about manifestation, I talk about abundance because that is a thing that reels you in, right? You're like, mm-hmm. how did you do that? How did you track all these things? And the real part is the working in yourself, right? Like right. the work that you do for yourself. And yeah. nobody wants to hear that. No, absolutely not. It's like, wow, what is your secret? Oh, um, I went through a lot of healing right? <laughs> and I checked in with myself all the time. Oh, that doesn't sound fun. All right. Goodbye. I want to move on, but that's the thing. You got to really want to be invested in doing that work. And that is why because it's not easy. There are some other steps like programs and and mm-hmm. other coaching things that you can, you know, come with it, come into, and it'll make it easier. It really will. And, um, I'm, I'm very grateful for that. And you asked me, where am I right now? Yes. And, oh gosh. I'm very grateful. Um, with the, with the path that I'm currently in, because, because I, I'm kind of past some of the, or many of the, the, the healing that I've done. Mm -hmm. Now I'm really focusing on who I am just without any of, you know, like who is Amy when she's not a coach, who is Mm -hmm. Amy, she's not an actor, who is Amy, Mm -hmm. who is not a sister, a partner, a friend, a community member. And I'm like, I don't know, I'm figuring it out. And that is so exciting. And I'm just like figuring out, you know, Like really lately, I'm like, okay, like, do I, do I like wearing this outfit? Like, does this outfit really resemble, you know, who I am? Does it light me up? And I'm like, how do I want to navigate my days? And I'm having so much fun dating myself. And yes. and, And that has been honestly just the best time ever because I was able to do all that work. Now I'm like, who am I? You know, right. I feel like I'm kind of in this rebirth stage of, of my life. And like, I really think if I had to name this chapter, it's rebirth, you know, who is Amy and oh my gosh, it, it feels so freeing. And I feel more confident with myself. I get to really have fun understanding, like, what does, like, what does Amy like to do during her free time? What mm-hmm. is fun for Amy? And this year is all about fun. It's all about play. It's all about creativity. and I really believe because I'm having so much fun, my career is just excelling Mm. because I am now in alignment with what it is that I seek and wish. And it's just become so much easier. I mean, I, I was just talking about this with my team yesterday and I was like, I am doing less and I'm receiving more. Mm. Yes. Oh, and, and that is, like,
0: I want to take that and plaster that everywhere because that, I think that is the key for maybe, maybe it's a generator problem, but for me too, you know, it's like you have to say no to do more well, yep. and just receive instead of just like going. But yeah, I mean, that's really, I'm very excited for you. Oh my gosh, I'm excited for the both of us, girl. Oh my God, I know. I feel, you know, I feel it. Like I've still got some ways to go and some things, but it is, you know, it is exciting to like finally. I do think about like the dream person I want to be. Mm-hmm. And it actually doesn't feel like, you know, a distant idea. No. I do love what you said about the 80 year old woman, though. I was like, I really need to think about the 80 year old version of me. And what she ah. thinks of this a little bit more now because yeah, like I am still facing a little bit of like, you know, attachment to who what I do is not who I am, you know, mm-hmm. and that is definitely something That's you want know, to explore. Yeah. Yeah, because people. And this is something that I like to challenge folks because
1: people are like, "Oh, like what do you do?" And so instead of that, I say, "What do you like to do?" And mm-hmm. it throws people off because right. they're like, "Um, I I like to watch Netflix." Like like really, I I remember um like I don't have a car, so I sometimes I ride Uber, sometimes I ride Lyft, and I like to get in conversations with the drivers. And
0: Of course you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> of course
1: you <laughs> do. And so when I ask them that question, they're like like it, people hesitate and they're like, uh, cause that's just not, what do you mean? Yeah, yeah, because they're so used to hearing and so used to being like, oh yeah, I do this. I do that. I do this because we're pro- programmed to do that when mm-hmm. it's like, what do I like to do? There, there's that step of like, I see the thinking caps go on. They're like, oh, um, I like to do this and that. And I, I, there were definitely some folks who were like, I don't know. I've never been asked that question. Mm-hmm. And it, Like, kills me inside because it shows me how much we've been programmed Mm -hmm. in identification with our careers, what we do, all of that. And that's why this year I'm shedding all of that. And I, I want to be Amy, just Amy. Who is Amy? What does she like to do? Who, who is she when she, you know, is having fun. And I think my inner child is glowing. Mm-hmm. I, cause yeah, I, I want to make my five-year-old self proud. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the direction that I'm going for my eight-year-old self, I'm so excited because the the future Amy that I see she's so chic she's like you know unstoppable she's just you do
0: look really chic today I noticed that too I was like wow like you look really like this Thank you. chic I I couldn't figure out what the word was but I was like I was like I can tell the way she's presenting herself, like you're always have great energy and like are so Mm -hmm. present and fun. But I was like, something is a little more bossish about Ah! you right now. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Thank you so much for noticing. I'm like, I said, I'm just trying out different things that make me feel good. And I, I've been finding, you know, just different outfits that I'm like, that is me. Ah, and that's just fun. And it's easy. Yes. Yes. And I was like, and it makes me feel more me. And I, I haven't been able to do that because I feel as though I've been so programmed to, to be this one way, or someone's like, oh, like, you know, we, we're Mm -hmm. constantly tied to other people's opinions. And I was like, no more of that. I'm done. (laughs) You know, like we as a collective have been through enough. We just got to focus on us and what makes us feel good now. So to answer your question, that is where I'm at right now. I am so excited for this new chapter for my, for my life. And it's just going to be lighter and freer and more fun and definitely more dazzling. Like I I really am in that energy space. And, um, I think that is who, as of right now, Amy Park is going to be
0: and gosh, it feels so liberating. It really does. Oh my gosh. Amy, Thank you so much for doing the podcast. Yet again, you will have to come back. Seriously, anytime, anytime, you are always <laughs> welcome here. Such, such a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Please tell everybody where they can find you.
1: Oh my gosh. Um, you can definitely find me on Instagram. Our awaken joy Instagram is awakened joy collective. Um, if you want to check out our website, it's www.awakened-joy.com, or you can email us at hello at awakened-joy.com. And we have all these different membership options for you guys starting at $37 a month. We have monthly open circle calls. If you're interested in the program that uh, that Marley and I have been talking about, it is Mm the The Awaken Joy Accelerator.
0: Um, Oh my gosh. Yeah. You can find us everywhere. <laughs> right. I'm so, And it's literally blowing up. We can't, I'm not, I, she's not going to say it, but like do it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much to Amy Park for being on this podcast. You can find her at Amy Park. And I can't say enough Amazing things about Amy. Really, truly somebody who is so grounded and, you know, has really found a way to be so authentic through social media and, you know, literally works to bring abundance of joy to others. And just knowing her is honestly an abundance of joy. So Amy, thank you so much for being on this podcast. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Please don't forget to rate and subscribe to the show. Uh, that is the best way to support the podcast. Guys, thank you for listening. We will see you next Tuesday.